0: Hello, everybody. John Casper Jr. with the Winona Daily News here. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Winona One-on-One. You may have noticed we took a week off last week. Uh, That was for some technical difficulties. I apologize for that. And uh, to be honest, we're probably going to take a couple of weeks off until after the election. So uh, enjoy this week's episode, uh, and we will see you back uh, once we elect some new congresspeople and whatnot. everyone, welcome to another episode of Winona One-on-One. I am your host, Winona Daily News editor John Casper Jr. And this week I'm joined by Eric Hoikasovyn, the an assistant professor of music and director of jazz studies and music industry here at St. Mary's. We're going to talk a, about uh, a lot of things, but uh, mainly the monthly jazz jam at, uh, at Island City that Eric does in, with a band that he's formed with his sons, H3O. And uh, so, Eric, why don't you tell me a little bit about the, the first Jazz Jam was last month, and you have another one coming up on Sunday,
1: October 21st? Correct. Is that right? That's all right. right. I can't believe I remembered all uh, that. You've <laughs> done your homework. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, we started last month. Um, we, we, uh, uh, Island City Brewing Company has agreed to uh, host the Jazz Jam on the third Sunday of each month, and we're... Booked now through the end of the year, and hopefully when things go well, we'll be booked into 2019. Um, the idea behind the jazz jam is essentially an open mic night for anybody who plays or sings um, jazz, and uh, we were really happy with the first turnout uh, last month. We had about I think eight to ten uh, people come in. Uh, everybody from a young, not sure how old he was, I think he was middle school, trumpet oh, wow. player.
0: that's cool. Uh,
1: from the MCA combos yeah. where Dave Goodmanstead uh, conducts to a retired hmm. Lutheran minister hmm. who sang Georgia on my mind and just killed it. Oh, great. It was really fun. Um, a number of my St. Mary's students uh, came. Uh, we didn't have anybody from Winona State, and we're hoping we can. Uh, get some of their people because they have a number of students in their jazz minor program mm-hmm. that uh, I know and and have invited. And you know, it's, it's it's Sunday night. We have studies and everything else going on too. Sure. But, um, so what we do, what we try to do, is is um, have uh, at least one set of. Uh, books available that people can look through and say, "Oh, I, I know Autumn Leaves," or "I know Bye Bye Blackbird," or whatever. Mm-hmm. We have one that's for vocalists, and then we have a book in each of the keys necessary for the various instruments: for trumpet, for tenor sax, for sure. alto sax, for piano. Um, the the core group, as you as you said, uh, that basically drives the night is. Uh, the H3O. So the reason it's called H3O, we thought Hoikashoven Jazz Trio was just too much to put on a poster. A little bit of a mouthful, yeah. So we kind of crunched it down, and, and uh, it, it is my two sons. Uh, my son Hans uh, is a, a drummer and also a vibraphonist, and, and so he brought both in case we have a drummer who wants to sit in. Um, Hans can go over to Vibes, or if we have a vibraphonist who wants yeah. to play, um, there's a couple here at St. Mary's. Um, and, um, my younger son, uh, Max is a bass player and he's happy to step out too, if anybody wants Mm -hmm. to come in and, and play bass. And then I, I play piano. Um, so we, uh, you know, I, I joked with, um, uh, Doug at Island City when we were setting this up, I said, "Well, if nothing else, you get a jazz trio for three hours." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're happy to play. You know, we'll look at it as a regular gig. Yeah. Um, but we were really pleased that that the people came out, and you know, it's it's a great environment. Uh, I, I love the room there. It it it's very friendly, very open. Um, you know, and and really, our goals are 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 to support the local music scene uh, to make it possible for people that might other otherwise not have a chance to play in public, kind of test their, their chops, test the waters. Sure. Um, and it's typically a slow night at the brewery, so yeah, we're bringing yeah. in some people that otherwise wouldn't come. And, you know, they usually bring friends and an audience with them, too. Uh, so it, I think it's a win for everybody, and, and we get to play. I get to play with my boys.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the skill level of all the, the players so far, has it been pretty, it, pretty comparable, or does it vary? Or? It,
1: you know, it, it varies. Uh, our our young player brought some sheet music uh, that he had been playing with uh, the combos at MCA. I believe he played Round Midnight by Thelonious Monk, which okay. is a great tune. Yeah. And um, he... He handed us the music, we looked at it, and we said, sure, this is great. And, you know, he's, uh, he's a middle school player. He played quite well. Um, some of the students who sat in have worked with me for a number of years, and they, um, you know, they, they were right at home. This was, this was something that they loved to do. And then, you know, I, uh, the two singers uh, really, uh, I, I know them both, but I wasn't really aware that they were as good as they, they are. Yeah. And um, so it, it's just fun. Um, to, to, to a little bit of history, um, a, a really good friend of mine in Rochester, a uh, trombone player named John Seavers, started a similar event about two, two and a half years ago in Rochester. Um, it started in the Civic Theater, but they moved out to Forager Brewing um, maybe half a year into it, and I oftentimes get called to be the piano player for Forager, which is on the fourth Sunday, which is oh, okay. why we tried to, you know, yeah sketch, so I wouldn't schedule against Tim. Um, not that I expect a lot of Rochester p- crossover, but that way I'm able to do both, and, and if there is somebody who wants to come over and do it. Um, and they've, they're, they're really well established now. Um, so last time I played, it uh, was last month, I think almost every tune, we had somebody up on stage. And, um, you know, it, granted, it's a little bit bigger market, um, you know, and, and it's more established, but that's my hopes for this is to see it grow sure. into something where we get, you know, we we have a waiting list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so people, there's a there's a clipboard when they come in, and they can just put their name down and what tune or tunes they want to play. And and then, you know, we just check that periodically um and call them up to the stage. And uh we have uh if if it's um you know, for instance, if it's a guitar player, um uh, we have a place for them to plug into. Mm-hmm. Um Island City has a nice sound system, so that's not a problem. And um we, they can run through us as well. Um so H3O, um, when Max was about 14, we got in, uh, invited by a, a couple here in town to play for a pool party. Hmm. And, uh, and they said, do you think you'd want to do it with your boys? And I said, I'd love to do it with my yeah. boys. My boys maybe weren't so sure about that. I was going to
0: say, how'd how the boys feel about that? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, Dad. <laughs> and, uh, and so on our, um, on our website there's a picture of the, the, we call it, you know, the, 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 the uh, gig one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're, they're pretty young. So <laughs> Ma- Hans would have been about 19 or 20 and Max was 14 and, and he was playing a, a, a an upright bass. And I think he was about as tall as the bass, <laughs> um, but that, you know, we, we had fun. We, 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 uh, been called on to, to play for be um, rhythm section for a number of people in the area, uh, including my old friend, my 90-year-old trumpet-playing friend, Les Fields from, from Rochester, mm. who's uh, uh, a Dixieland musician and, uh, and in the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. Um, so, uh, you know, and then we started, you know, kind of advertising ourselves out, and Hans bought the vibraphone a year and a half ago, and we've sort of shifted from this traditional piano, bass, and drums trio to piano, bass, and vibraphone trio, which is kind of unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great sound. I think a lot of people, maybe it's the first time they ever see that instrument. Although I tell them, if you know, if you listen to any movie soundtracks or anything, you'll mm-hmm. hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's, uh, and uh, I have to uh, compliment. My son, hunts because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he practices more now than he did in college. Oh, neat. Yeah, <laughs> because sure. he wants to. And because, you know, the rigors of college maybe aren't as, you know, pressing on him. And, yeah. and um, we, when we bought it, um, they live in a, a duplex. And we were a little bit worried that the neighbors might. <laughs> but so far, so good. You know, oh, that's we're, good. We're not, that's good. Uh, we're not facing any eviction yeah. notices or anything. Did you ever think that you'd play with your sons at all? Was that ever a dream at some day? I, I think it always was. Yeah. And, and Max would be the first to tell you that I forced him to play bass. <laughs> <Which is> um, <laughs> Hans wanted to be a drummer. And, and so, you know, I think we bought his drum set when he was in middle school and, uh, and he played, I remember uh, him playing for the, the jazz groups when they were at Bluffy Montessori, mm-hmm. which they both were there through middle school. Um, and And so, when Max was young, I, he of course he sees his brother playing drums, and he says, "Oh, I want to be a drummer." And I said, "No, no, no, you you don't want to be a drummer like your brother. You should play bass. So was there a grand plan yeah. i I doubt it, but you know, in the back of my mind i I love uh, the 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 core piano trio uh, piano bass and drums, jazz trio. Um, you know there's so much that they can do, and I mean. Obviously, I play with horn players. Uh, you know, I play with Swing Inc. most yeah. Friday nights at Signatures, and I love that too. There's more flexibility in that, but creativity, create, creatively, there, there's, um, I'll, you're really on the on the hook to do more when you're in a trio, and and. Um, uh, I, I think that's a, and, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. I joke, and it's not really a joke. I joke that sometimes I actually forget I'm playing with my kids. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and um, and uh, so I think I, I I will put words in their mouth, but I think they enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Max is always the stoic. He has the bass player's face. You know. Sure. He'd be a great poker player. Maybe <laughs> maybe he, <laughs> he is. He I could don't, be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Have you
0: have you recorded anything? Just just We have yet?
1: not. Uh, that's that you know here we are sitting in the recording studio yeah. at St. Mary's and um we have not put anything together. Uh it's on our list of things to do. I think life just kind of intervenes too yeah, often. Yeah. Max is a senior this year at St. Mary's and so his his plate is really full. Sure. Um but we should if nothing else we should just um you know, put the iPhone up on a tripod and yeah. and record something uh, in the uh, in the brewery when we're there the next time. Um, and I know what they'll say is they'll say, "Well, we're not ready yet. You know, I'm not, <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be perfect." Sure. Um, yeah, I would love to do a recording with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's the, do you have a favorite gig that you guys have played?
1: Oh boy. Um, No, I, I, you know, I, I think what we're doing right now and, and 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 being able to play and then open this up for other people um, and not just making it about us or, you know, just thinking of it as, oh, I'm going to go do a three-hour gig. You know, sometimes sure. that gets a little, depending on your schedule, that can be like, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. it's three hours yeah. out of my life. And, and I never look at it that way. But, um, you know, sometimes you can have too much of a good thing. Um, i think uh doing you know working with a variety of people and and seeing what's out there seeing the talent that's out there um is is really energizing um i ran into when i when i played the um, rochester event whenever that was a couple weeks ago um, there were some students that came from the red wing uh instrument repair program Hmm. And I thought, well, Red Wings, you know, not that far from Winona. So I, uh, a couple of them found me on Facebook, and um, I, we've been back and forth, so I think they may be coming. Um, they really liked to play. I mean, they were going to play the whole night a yeah. saxophone player and a marvelous bass player, and I can't think, maybe another saxophone player. Hmm. Anybody wants to play piano, though i will have to go take a break, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, or you know, if we have a guitar player, I can probably take a break too. So. Sure. Um, but no, I, I think um, you know the, uh, the, the just playing in general. I mean, we've done everything from you know Christmas parties to to playing at at um, uh, at the brewery and and um, uh, where else have we played? I can't, can't think of it right yeah. now, but um, uh, it's fun. And um, they, the boys, I think, enjoy it. And it's interesting because uh, Hans has started, um, he has a spreadsheet that he shares with me. He's a computer programmer by day, so that, you know this all makes sense, uh, where I can see, these are the songs I'm practicing right now, so oftentimes if I'm making up a set list, I will... Look at his sheet first and say, "Oh, well, let's do you know mm. these ten songs." And um, Max doesn't care. <laughs> I'm the bass player. Just hand yeah. me the book, you know. Tip, tip, uh, tip,
0: tip, and, and of course, player, I, yeah. I
1: should mention mom in this too. Uh, my wife Janet, uh, you know, for, forever has been a classical flutist um, or legit flutist, as we would say. <laughs> and about three years ago, um, she started to learn to improvise, and I. I'm not sure if that was a reaction to the three of us playing yeah. or not, but uh, maybe. Uh, and, and so Janet was one of the people, you know, who said, oh, I want to do Mercy, 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 and I want to mm-hmm. do a song for my father and what else, I can't remember what else she did. But um, so, you know, and we did a really fun um, outdoor job earlier in the summer at the wing haven pizza farm, oh yeah yeah which is great by the way yeah uh, if you haven't gone there you know go get apples at ferguson's and then drive a little bit further sure and and they're wonderful people and um it was really cute because the the they had a sign up that's a you know it said h Trio jazz trio and and my wife was was Playing along, and so they came up with a piece of chalk and wrote "and mom." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, I was going to ask that. Like, is it going to be H three O and mom yeah. or H four O? Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll we'll, we'll call it H three O and mom <laughs> yeah. um, when she sits in. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's um, no, it's just great. I um, I'm very lucky. Uh, they're both well, all, all of them. Janet too are are fine musicians in their own right, and um, you know. What did Max say one day? Well, it was pretty hard to, you know, ignore it when you when you have two parents who are both music <laughs> te- college teachers and yeah. and your brother's a musician and so yeah, sure. trickle down yeah. Um, or trickle up maybe I don't know but yeah. uh, you know he's uh, he's um, he's thinking about going to law school next year um, but I think his overarching goal is to. Be a bass player and support it by being a lawyer yeah you know um, and there's a young man from well he's not so young anymore, but a guy from Winona named Max felsheim uh, who we we call him Max the sax he plays with some really high power uh, musicians up in the Twin Cities, hmm. and he's a lawyer by day oh wow so i i've put my two maxes in, yeah. <laughs> in contact with each yeah. other, saying, yeah. hey, he made it work. You know? sure. So talk about it. You sure. know. Where did you get your love of music? Oh, boy. Uh, my, probably my parents. Uh, I, I played by ear from the time I was four years old or able to reach the piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother said I came home from Sunday school and played Jesus Loves Me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom played piano passably well, uh, my dad played the accordion, which, when I was 50, I think there's a gene in the German genome that clicks in that says, "Now nah, you have play the accordion." <laughs> yes. yeah? So I, uh, in fact, my wife and I are playing uh, an Oktoberfest gig in Nuremberg on Saturday for Charles Brewing. Oh, okay. Um, I'm playing accordion and she's playing flute, and we're the strolling Bavarian musicians. <laughs> but uh, and it's supposed to be cold. Um, yeah. But. Um, Dad and my dad also sang. He was a he was a wonderful he w- not a not a soloist, but he was the loudest voice in the choir, and uh, and they always encouraged it. Um, yeah. You know, when I said I was going to go to college to study composition, it wasn't like. And what are you going to do for a living, honey? Yeah, it was great. You know, follow your passion, and um, sure, it it takes time. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's no question about that. But um, you know, I, I'm still writing music and fortunate to be published. And and um, uh, I, my my parents are both gone, but you know, yeah. I, I'm 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 sure they're still proud. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, I was yeah I was in a boys choir when I was a kid, and um, if you can believe it, I was a high soprano. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, it got to be a drag it was you know it was almost it was almost professional we toured and and it was a big deal and i burned out and i and i i'm surprised that i at that point in time i just didn't look at you know other options um, but no i think music's always just been too strong of a a pull in me it, it's it's what i do you know, yeah. you know it's it's what i do for a living and it's what i do for fun yeah, which is yeah. really fun you know it's really great to be able to do that
0: so. and how did you get drawn to jazz
1: Oh well, I, jazz has always been there. I think from the get go. Um, I listened to a lot of jazz players when I was young, and in high school, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, who plays music is going to have some kind of a garage band, yeah. and, <laughs> and um, so a bunch of guys got together. This is, you know, we're talking early 70s, right? So we're talking Chicago and Blood, mm-hmm. Sweat, and Tears. Horn bands. Great, great horn bands. And um, so a bunch of them wanted to do Chicago tunes. And I tried valiantly to write out some arrangements, and they were terrible. And, and it was uh, the, the drummer, the trombone player, the trumpet player, and myself d- uh, did it for about six months. I, and we played a few... Parties and stuff, and it, it never, never clicked. And the trombone player says, hey, I've got these old, um, they're called combo orc books, combo orchestra books. And they're these little, um, small books that are arrangements of, in this case, Dixieland tunes. And um, so we met you know, every week at the drummer's house, and we read these charts, and we were good. I mean, for our age and, and having no concept, we were pretty good. Um, and the drummer's father was a corporate lawyer for John Deere, uh, because the headquarters is where I grew up in Moline, mm-hmm. Illinois. And uh, and we started getting all their country club gigs, and oh, wow. I pretty much paid for my first year of college from that band. Wow. Yeah. And um, that you know that's traditional jazz, but that stuck with me. And in college, I was. A jazz player, and then when we um, were first married, I did a lot of solo piano work. And when we lived in Boston, I played in a big band, and I played in a nine-piece group out there. And when we moved back here, I met John Paulson, and mm-hmm. I think my second week in Winona, I played a gig with him, um, and you know, it's been ever since. Sure. So yeah, and and I I really appreciate you know when you when you tell people you play jazz, you kind of wonder. Where, where, where in the, where in the timeline do you, do they relate to jazz, mm-hmm. right? Do they think Louis Armstrong? Do they think Miles Davis? Or do they think, uh, you know, somebody contemporary like? Brad Meldow, or uh, the bad, uh, not the bad plus. The, who's coming? The new standards are coming for mm-hmm. the hurry back yeah, yeah. thing. Um, you know, is it? Wh- where are you? Where where are you? Sure. Or do you, you know? If I do, you think Duke Ellington, or do you think you know Ornette Coleman, who's avant garde? Yeah. Um, and you know, it jazz is such a sponge. You know, it absorbs almost everything. I mean, even Miles was was working with um, hip hop artists before he died. Sure. Um, and that's why I guess one of the things I love about it is it, 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 it's such a big open tent yeah. to everyone. And um, I'm not sure we can you know, be all things to everybody at the jam, but we'll sure try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm a huge fan of live music. I don't get to go as much as, as I'd like to. I have two small kids. And, yeah. you know, that'll, it's hard. that'll slow you down. Right, right. Do you, when you think back, what are some of the best live shows that you've seen? Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, yeah, and some of them were in t- tiny venues. You know, I bet, yeah. Th- that, in fact, I think the ones that, um, that probably had the most impact... I, I mean, I've been lucky. I, I, I got to see people like Stan Kenton and Count Basie. I never saw Ellington. Um, I never saw Miles, which is unfortunate, oh. Miles Davis. But um, I saw the Brubeck Quartet play... When I was in college, and and they had reunited because there was this big fallout between Dave Brubeck and the alto player Paul Desmond, um, and uh, it, it was in a, it was in a, it was in Orchestra Hall, Minneapolis. So it was not a intimate venue, but still, I got to see them play um, and hear you know the original Take Five and things like that. Yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorite experiences is. Um, uh, the name probably won't be familiar to most people, but there was a, he died in 2004, a piano player named Horace Silver, who was a real pioneer in, in he kind of comes after the bop era, and uh, just unique player, unique writer, and we went up to see him at the Dakota in Minneapolis. And um, I know the owner, Lowell, at the Dakota, and I, I, found him and I said, you know, is, 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 is Horace here? And he goes, yeah, he's over there eating in a booth. You want to say hi? And I said, uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, I walked over and he introduced me and, and, uh, he said, so what do you do? And I said, well, I'm, I'm a piano player and I've been playing your music since I was 16. He goes, well, sit down. And I sat there and had oh, this wow. 10 minute conversation with, you know, one of my idols and I rarely, if ever, ask for people for an autograph. Yeah. But he had just come out with a new CD. This was the 90s sometime. And um, I had it in my pocket, and I said... Would you mind? He said, oh, no, not at all. So he grabs a waiter, and he says, go get me a blue Sharpie. I mean, literally. (laughs) And and I'm like, okay. And the kid comes back with a blue Sharpie. Sharpie. And so somewhere at home, I've got a CD cover that says, to my friend Eric from Horace, and uh, next spring when um, we're taking – St. Mary's Jazz Combo 1 on tour in Germany and Belgium, mm-hmm. and I've decided that the, the repertoire is going to be a tribute to Horace Silver. Oh, nice. Um, nice. He wrote a wonderful song called Peace, yeah. which, you know, kind of central to my thoughts at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people so, too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I think it, it'll resonate. But, yeah, you know, it's events like that yeah. that, that kind of shape. And then the performance that night was just uh, outstanding. You know, that's a, that's a great venue. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when they had moved to Nicollet Mall, because originally the Dakota was out um, uh, by Midway Stadium in St. Paul, and it was okay. kind of a, it was a nice place, but the, the one downtown Minneapolis is nicer. Yeah,
0: far. yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, and he ended with, you know, probably the song he's best known for called Song For My Father. And, you know, everybody in the audience was just completely absorbed in the yeah. performance. Yeah, oh, that's neat. And he died about ten years after that. So you know, but he gradually re- re- removed himself from play. He was smart, you know. Sure. Say, I'm not going to, you know, die on the stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Some people have done that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. That you know, every every time, even if it's just hearing friends play, you know, I think you take away something from that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear something. That in the music that you haven't heard before, I mean, I don't know many, how many times I've played "The Girl from Ipanema" or "Satin Dow. <laughs> Too many, probably. But mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, if if somebody brings a fresh idea to it, you know, right. and and we talk about jazz being this conversation between the players, um, you know, it's and and um, it it sh- it should be fun. It shouldn't be forced. Yeah. Um, you, you know, listen to what the other guy is doing and compliment them on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's far more about collaboration than competition, although I've been in groups where it's been a little competitive, sure. too. which can be a good thing. Yeah, it yeah, makes you play better, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Is there
0: one song or one group on your iPad or iPod ah. that people would be shocked that you, you're you like, he listens to that? Wow, <laughs> um, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. But
1: yeah, let me think. Um, is, there,
0: is there a type of music that maybe you go to when you're like, I need a little breather from, from jazz sure. or from something or to fuel some creative yeah. creative juices?
1: I, yeah, and it's, it's absolutely weird. Um, Eastern European brass bands.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> Boban Markovich is the guy's name. And I'm also, a, 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 I play euphonium, I play trombone. Um, so I'm a low brass player. And I love, you know, brass bands and things like that, but this is the absolutely wildest, chaotic, and and, and it's like eight trumpets. And so think of like uh, Dirty Dozen brass band or mm-hmm. Rebirth, like the New Orleans brass bands, and add to that all these microtonal uh Little, yeah. thing, you know, like, almost <laughs> like somebody going to, to, like a Muslim going to prayer, yeah. and and all these weird inflections, and that was Hans, I think, who turned me on to that because he listens to a lot of things outside, you know, I, I suppose because of when I teach, I, I I'm so involved in, you know, we need to listen to this jazz piece and this jazz piece and this jazz piece. Um, so he feeds me these every now and then. Yeah. um, that or I heard it on the radio, but I don't it's been years now, sure. but it is, yeah, it's it's just energizing. and i I think there's a lot of improvisation going on within the context of of the group. Mm-hmm. i I can't prove that because I've never. Uh, seen their music or seen them in person or anything like that or had a chance to talk to it. But that would be the weirdest one. (laughs) Um, You know, I do, I I go back and listen to, you know, Credence and and, uh, Mm -hmm. I'll listen to Chicago even uh, occasionally. Um, uh, I like Ray Charles. Uh, um, um, I love jazz vocalists. um, Just about anybody. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, And... uh, yeah. So, and I and I still listen to classical music too. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, when I'm driving in the car, I'll just have classical on. Sure. It's kind of calming. Absolutely. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, there's wild classical music too. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: All right. Uh, well, anything else you want to add about uh, you know your,
1: your music career or uh, <laughs> H3O or the, the jazz jam or? I, I I just will reiterate that we would love to have people come in. Um, we we play from... I have to look at the poster. 6.30 to 9.30. Okay. Uh, at Island City. Uh, it'll be the 21st of October. And then I don't know the exact November dates uh, and December dates, but it, just check the calendar. It's the third Sunday. Uh, sure. We'll try to get press releases out, you know, week before, which means yep. I should write one today. Yeah. Uh, this will serve as that. Yeah. Um, and thank you again for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and... You know, it's a it's a no pressure situation. If you've got a favorite tune, yeah. we'll, we'll certainly try to to back you up and and uh, sure. Um, and and if you if you don't want to sing or don't want to play, then just come and listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Grab a grab a dock cider. Yeah, well, uh, and yeah, if, if that's your preference, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> they do have they do have house made sodas too. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah so the, it's it's, non- it's all ages, right? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. The well, middle you know, schooler that's, play. That's and, that's and I that's funny that you mentioned that. Um, Uh, We we played our last... Before we started the Jazz Jam, we had a regular three-hour gig there, um, and it turned out to be a a friend's birthday party, um, Amanda Hardy, who goes by Amanda Grace. Oh, yeah. And it was full of kids, you know, because all the families came down, and I thought, this is really cool. Um, And actually, Amanda came up and sat in that night, too. But um, we... we, yeah, and I've had people say, "Oh, I can't come because I'm not 21." No, you can. You can. You mm-hmm. can be apparently four years old and and yep. come. Um, there's an article about that and something I read recently about, you know, should tap rooms allow children? Why would you not? Right, right. right? Especially on a Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's right. Yeah. Um, so no, we're encouraging that. You know, bring your friends, bring your family. Yeah. And um, we we hope to see this blossom and and be you know a a staple of of winona for hopefully years to come
0: yeah absolutely all right well eric thank you very much for for joining me thank you john
1: appreciate the opportunity